everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. I am your host, as usual, Katie Zaccardi, and I'm so happy that you're here today listening to this episode. And today, I actually don't have a guest. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a solo episode. As some of you might know, if you've listened to previous episodes of this podcast or you follow me on social media, I am just at the end now of a time management free challenge that I did with my community. So whether you're in the challenge or not, I thought it would be fun to do a time management podcast as well and give you some tips on time management and walk you through a little bit about what I talked about in the challenge and what you can do to master your time management. First, I want to start by just talking about why time management is important in the first place because this is a podcast about music and wellness, right? So you might be thinking, why do I care about time management? I personally believe that before we can reach our career and our wellness goals, we have to be on top of our time management. It's so important to face the day with a clear head, know what you have to tackle, and not be worried about doing this thing, doing that thing, getting everything done, being stressed out because of that, going from task to task. I don't know if you heard, but multitasking is out now. (laughs) It's not the new thing but rather focusing on what you're doing and really diving deep into what you're doing is proven to be better for productivity. And a lot of us struggle with that, especially as creatives, especially as people who are in the music industry. It's so hard to focus on that. And I think a lot of us have some limiting beliefs around doing that because it's like, oh, I'm a creative, I'm not type A, there's no way I could possibly kill time management. There's no way I could be on top of my time. There's no way I could be organized. But that is just simply not true. So that being said, I'm going to talk about the first part of mastering time management, which is mastering our mindset. Before we can learn how to hack our schedule, before we can learn how to get more done and make more time for ourselves, we need to take a look at our mindset and possibly reset our mindset around time management and around the time that we have. So the first part of this is looking at the I'm busy mindset. So being in the music industry, whether you're an artist or a music industry professional, whether you're working full time on one of those things or you're balancing, you know, a part-time job and being a musician part-time or maybe you're balancing like more than two or three things because the truth is so many of us are. I still am, right? I'm still doing multiple things because I like to stay busy. I like to have my hands in different things and I like to keep being creative, right? Doing different things kind of keeps us being creative. So no matter what you do, the chances are you find yourself thinking or actually being pretty darn busy. That's normal. But here's the thing. So many of us define ourselves on that. How many times do you realize that when you see someone and they ask you, oh, hey, how are you? You answer saying, I'm busy. I personally noticed I was doing that all the time all the time. Someone would be like, how's it going? Have you been? And I'd be like, yeah, I've been busy. And that's it. And then there's no conversation after that. There's nothing else. I would just define myself on being busy. Now though, now I make a really strong effort to not say that because that's not how I am. Being busy is not a badge of honor and I can't define myself on being busy. That's not how I am. I'm doing well. I'm doing exciting things. I'm excited for what's going to come. That's how I am. I'm not busy. That's not a good answer for when someone asks you how you are. I mean, I wonder, do you ever think of being busy as a badge of honor? As if it makes you cool? As if you're killing it and getting stuff done? The truth is that being busy is not an indicator of being productive or successful. There is good busy and there is bad busy. So it shouldn't be a defining factor. Similarly, A lot of times we say, there's just not enough time. 
There's just not enough time. It's so not true. There is enough time. And it's all about our priorities, which I'll get into in a second. But there totally is enough time. We need to stop limiting ourselves with these beliefs, with these things that we keep saying. I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I'm so overwhelmed. Well, guess what? If you keep saying all those things, you're going to stay in that place. You're putting these limiting beliefs on yourself and you're acting and saying like this is true because it's almost an excuse. Oh, you didn't get enough done? You're busy, you're tired, you're overwhelmed. But all of those things are a choice. All of those things are things that you can avoid. And all of those things are simply not true if you look at it from a different way. If we focus on the positive and we focus on all of the time that we actually do have in the day when we put our energy in the right places. You put that out into the universe. Oh, I have so much time and I'm using my time valuably. Then the chances are that's how things are going to start to go. But if you keep saying, I'm so busy, I'm so tired, then yeah, you're going to stay in that place because you're like willing it to be that way. If you guys have ever heard about the law of attraction, I definitely recommend you check it out because this is such a good example of that. So act positive, change your mindset, change your language around time, and know that you do have the time. Stop acting like you don't, stop saying that you don't, and stop using busy as a defining factor of who you are. The second part of this is realistic goal setting. So a lot of times people get tripped up about time because their goals or their thing, the things that they're trying to get done in one week are so big and so unattainable. When you're picking your goals, you need to set realistic goals. This goes for what you can actually do, like physically do, and also for what you can achieve time-wise, right? Okay, so you can have a vision board. Like you can vision board the shit out of your goals to win a Grammy. You can have a house with a pool. You can picture your beautiful view. You can vision board the crap out of that. You can write it all down. You can imagine your life. But when we start to look at our day, we need to start with smaller things with smaller tasks. When we look at that big picture, sometimes it seems impossible to reach that goal. How am I going to get to where I am today to winning a Grammy? There's no way. How am I going to do it? There's so many smaller steps in between that to get to your ultimate goal. We need to start smaller, otherwise we will get overwhelmed. So what is one thing that you could do today to move forward in your goals? Whether your goal is wellness, career, or, or both, Think of one thing that you can do today to make progress in that. And that's all you have to do. And then tomorrow, wake up and do it again. And then when you feel confident in what you're doing and you feel like you have that under your belt, do another thing. Move forward in another way. You don't have to tackle the whole world at once. You don't have to do it all at one time. And in fact, if you try to do that, you're going to screw yourself over. You're going to be way more overwhelmed and it's going to set you back. You need to take it one step at a time. You need to be patient and you need to be clear on what your goals are and the small steps that you can take to get there. Another part of this that ties very closely into your goals is to set your priorities. When you say you don't have enough time, you're lying. I'm calling bullshit. You are lying. Because when an emergency comes up, you suddenly have enough time, right? When an amazing opportunity comes up, you make the time, right? So you do have enough time. It's all about what you're allocating your time to. So many people I know say that they don't have enough time to take care of themselves. A lot of my clients think that, but the truth is they just aren't making it a priority. So the last part about this mindset work is to reset your priorities. What do you want to make a priority? Do you recognize that overdoing it and not taking time for yourself will lead to burnout? If you do, then make it a priority. Is your priority right now saving money to build your music career or is it 
acting on building your music career and creating an album. Both of those are okay. It doesn't matter what your priorities are. Your priorities will shift and change over time, but you have to decide what your priority today is. Because if you're simultaneously trying to do all of these million things and make everything a priority at once, you're going to hit overload. You're going to be so overloaded and you're not going to be able to actually put the time and most importantly, the energy into all of those things to make it happen. So pick your priorities and then when you're scheduling out your day, make sure that those priorities are seen first and then you can worry about the other stuff. Now, for those of you that are worried about FOMO or missing out or wanting to have a social life, trust me, once we talk about what you can actually do to like <laughs> schedule out your day and use these tools, you'll be able to do all of that stuff. That's not going to be a problem. But at the same time, keep in mind that there will be times, there will be phases in your life where you'll have more time and space to be more social and that's more of a priority. And there will be phases in your life where working on your career is more of a priority and spaces in your life where working on your wellness is more of a priority. And again, you can kind of prioritize both of those at one time, but you're not going to be able to do it all at once in full force for all of those things. So it's okay if you don't hang out with your friends as much as you usually do or your social one less day a week in order to focus on your wellness or in order to put five extra hours into building your career or writing music or writing songs or pitching to press. It's okay, I give you permission. And also, it's okay if you feel awesome in your career and you just wanna hang out for a little bit to make more time to travel and see your friends and hang out with your family and do more of that. It's okay. You just have to be clear on what your priorities are and what you wanna focus on. So that way you can get rid of the guilt and you can know where you want your time to go to. So now that we've done some work around the mindset and I encourage you to do some of those exercises I suggested, you know, write out your priorities, write out your goals and write out any limiting beliefs that you have and see how you can rewrite those to be positive affirmations instead. Once you've done that work on your mindset, you'll be ready to actually implement some tools and some systems for managing your day and managing your time. I'm gonna give you a little sneak peek into what I love to do daily and weekly to manage my time and what I've found to really work well for me. Of course, keep in mind, this might not work for everyone, but especially if you are someone who's working on like an ongoing to-do list, all the tasks keep rolling over, you're never crossing anything out, you're never getting anything done, or you don't even have a to-do list, you feel overwhelmed, you're just literally acting based on what's coming in. So you're reacting, you're just reacting to stuff that's happening and you're doing things last minute, this might be really good for you to just give it a try. Why not? See what happens. So this is what I do. At the beginning of the week, either on Sunday or Monday, I will do a total brain dump of all the things that I need to get done. Now, this is really helpful, especially someone who has some anxiety. Um, if you suffer with anxiety, or even if you just have a busy mind, you might be someone who kind of goes to sleep, and as you're falling asleep, you're like, oh my god, I forgot to do that. I forgot to do that. Oh my God, I, I have to remember to call this person tomorrow. Uh, there's so much that I forgot to do and I'm trying to go to sleep and now my mind, my mind is running and running and running. This will calm your mind and allow your brain to rest. This is one of my favorite things. Literally just write down anything and everything that you think you might need to get done. Start with that. Once you've gotten it all out, you're gonna pick a big three for each day of the week. So pick the days, if you work full-time or you work part-time and you're only working on like music or wellness or whatever on 
certain days, then of course keep this in mind. But pick a big three for each day. What are the three things that you want to get done each day? Be specific about these things. So is it write one song? Is it organize content for the week? Organize social media content for the week? Is it do yoga, start journaling, anything like that. Be specific about what you want to do and take that brain dump. Take all of those things that you put in your brain dump and kind of divvy them up so that you have a big three for each day. And then you're gonna put it into your calendar. You're gonna move your brain dump and you're gonna move your big three into the calendar and plan each hour of your day out. So this includes things like exercising, going to the gym, going to yoga, doing yoga at home, any of those things, meditating, any of those things, eating lunch. Don't forget to write in your travel time. If you have to drive somewhere or take the train somewhere, make sure that you put that in and schedule in your free time. All of that, everything that you put on the brain dump goes into your calendar so that your day is fully scheduled out. I also really recommend when you're doing this, maybe before you go ahead and put the brain dump in your calendar, to schedule recurring or regular tasks in your calendar as recurring events. So if you use Google Calendar or even if you use a paper calendar, you can just write them in for the same day and time every day. But for example, I schedule my social media posts out every Monday. So every Monday morning, I do social media work and content creation for about an hour and a half to two hours. And that is a recurring task. Every morning I wake up and I do this. It appears in my calendar every morning. So I'm never worried about getting these basic tasks done because they're always in my calendar every week and I don't have to move it around or work around it or squeeze it in somewhere because I've already booked myself up fully with other tasks and then now I have to figure out, oh shit, I forgot to account for doing this thing that I do every week because it wasn't in my calendar because it's like not a priority. That is a priority. That's something I have to do every week and I know I have to do it every week. So it's in my calendar to recur every week. So take your recurring tasks, put them in there and then take your brain dump tasks. So the tasks that you're working on now and put them into your calendar as tasks. Again, stick with about three big tasks per day. Of course, if you're doing something super major, you could do one depending on the amount of time you have also. Or you could do four if you have like, if you have four small priorities that you want to get done that will be quick so you can fit more in. Obviously you can adjust here, but the important thing is that you're not doing like 20 things in one two hour period because you're not ever going to get that done. We need to be realistic with the time that we're allotting for this and we need to be realistic with our goals, right? That goes back to the mindset. So we're done with ongoing to-do lists. We're done with that. <laughs> we're scheduling our tasks out in our calendar. You'll probably get the urge to resist staying with your calendar and with the time that you allotted. My advice to that is just to ignore the urge, shut out the distractions, take a deep breath, and focus back in on your task. It's gonna be hard. I'm not sitting here telling you once you put it all in your calendar, everything's gonna be easy and you're su suddenly gonna be like, what's that movie? Ella Enchanted, where she like listens to everything anyone says, she just does it. That's not gonna be your new life. You're going to have to have some discipline here. You're going to have to do some work to fight the urges, but you can, and that's what's important. You can do this. Just make sure that you do what you can to, like I said, shut out the distractions. I personally like putting my phone on do not disturb for most of the workday, and I also turned off all of my notifications so that I'm only working on specific things when I wanna work on them, and that's been a serious game changer. So those are two like super simple tips that you can try to make sure that you're not 
getting super distracted while you're trying to work on something else and then you see an email and you get oh pulled into this other thing and I should do this now let me just do it really really quick and then all of a sudden you're pulled out of that task because the mental energy that we're wasting there is not worth it switching in between tasks like that is not worth it at all so I want you guys to try this. I want you guys to do a brain dump of all the things that you have to do, all the things that you want to get done. See what you can delegate out. See what's not a priority. And whatever's not a priority, whatever you don't actually have to do, whatever you don't want to do, see if you can delegate that out or simply just take it off your plate. Do you actually have to do it? Maybe not. Let's, let's, you know, you never know. Sometimes we put things on our plate for no good reason and we actually can find someone else to do it, ask a favor or just take it off our plate entirely. And then after you do that, put it all in your calendar and try for one week to follow your calendar to the T. Like I said, you can schedule out your meals, your gym time, your travel time, and your work time and what specific tasks you are working on. So I don't wanna see one block that's like work on music. What are you working on? Are you writing songs? Are you being creative? Are you writing lyrics? Are you recording? Are you doing admin stuff? Are you doing press? Are you gathering press contacts? Are you reaching out? Are you writing pitches? What are you doing there? Be super specific because you don't wanna just say, I'm doing music and then you go to sit down and you're like, well, what should I do today? I don't really know. We're not doing that. We're getting super specific here. We're scheduling it all out and we're rocking our week because we don't have to worry about anything else. We just have to sit down and do. So I wanna hear how that goes for you guys. Let me know on Instagram, at Katie Zaccardi, if you're not already following me. Let me know how it goes, let's talk about this. If you have any struggles, if you have any issues, or if you find that this is totally working for you and it's like the new way you're gonna do things, let me know. I, I really wanna hear how it works out for you guys and what successes you have. Now, before I wrap up today, I want to mention some of the mistakes people make when they are working on time management and trying to build their careers, move them forward, and grow their self-care and wellness routines. One of the first big things is that they don't schedule in time for self-care. And part of this is because they're not making this a priority, right? So if you're not scheduling it into your day, then you're probably not making it a priority. But I want to remind you all that self-care, taking time for yourself, having fun, literally taking breaks, having fun with your friends and family, that is essential. It is essential to any sort of growth that you want, whether it's personal development or in your career or both, because chances are most of us wanna grow in both of those areas, right? We wanna have great lives and we wanna have great careers and we wanna feel fulfilled all around, no matter what we're doing. And making sure that you schedule in self-care is so important to this. Self-care can look different for everyone, so you need to find what works for you and you need to make sure that you make that a regular part of your routine. If you don't do that, you're gonna continue to feel overwhelmed, you're gonna continue to feel exhausted, and like you have no time. We get frustrated, we get upset, and we kind of feel like a failure. Do you ever feel that way? So self-care is so important to this. I cannot stress this enough. You need to schedule in time for self-care. You need to take daily breaks, and you need to make sure that you take longer breaks. Otherwise, chances are you will hit burnout and we're trying to avoid that because we totally can. It's totally avoidable. The other mistake I see people making is that they set unrealistic expectations. So do you ever find that you're frustrated? Like I said, you're frustrated or disappointed with yourself for not getting enough done or not hitting your goals fast enough? Releasing a killer album takes time and preparation. Rocking a bomb ass self-care routine takes time to build. Okay, you gotta be patient with yourself and set realistic goals. 
This is something that I find people often need help with. I know I did myself. I needed someone to, I needed a coach to help guide me and look at my goals, look at my expectations for the long term, for the short term, so that I can make a plan for taking smaller steps to reach those things. And so that I didn't feel so alone in looking at my goals. Because sometimes when you do that, when you look at your vision board or you look at your list of goals or you imagine you daydream about where you wanna be like, it can be so daunting to have that all in your mind and not get it out. So telling someone that and making a real plan to get there is so important. And sometimes we need someone else to help us with that. Which brings me to the last thing that people do wrong. The last mistake that people make is that they do it alone. They do it alone. You know, I'm sure you've tried a lot to get here. You've tried the calendar. You've tried writing things down. You've tried making to-do lists. But yet, you might still feel frustrated. Why am I not getting where I want to be? Why am I still feeling overwhelmed? Why is there no time in this freaking day to get anything done? And you might feel overwhelmed with your goals. How can I possibly reach this? I don't have enough time to get this stuff done, yet I also want this goal to happen immediately, right? It's kind of like we don't have enough time to do anything, yet we expect our goals to be reached. We expect things to happen like instantly. And that's not how it works. That is just not how it works. I wish it was, trust me. I think we all wish it was, but sadly, that's not how it works. But all of this is why I became a coach. I personally am here to help people get clear on setting their goals, to help people see that they can have a solid self-care and wellness routine in their lives, that they can reduce stress, that they can have more time for themselves, for spending time with family and friends, and still be able to have a badass music career, or any career for that matter. But you know, I'm talking to you guys, we're in the music industry, we love our music careers. <laughs> and the chances are, if you're listening, you're either a music industry professional or a musician. So whatever that is, it can be so overwhelming. And I'm here to tell you that you can do it. You can do it and you don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to be overwhelmed and you don't have to let your career consume you. I went through this myself. I could see the end goal of my life. I could see what I wanted, that I wanted to travel, that I wanted to have my own business, that I wanted to play music. I knew mostly like kind of what I had to do, but I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know how to get there. I needed someone to bounce ideas off of, someone to help set realistic goals with me, and most importantly, someone to keep me accountable and moving forward. When I finally got a coach, I had all of these things and I had even more. It was game changing. I can't even tell you guys. And most importantly, by investing valuable money into myself, I've shown up for myself more than I ever had before in all ways, in my business and in my self-care and in my wellness. And I'm just striving to be better every day and to achieve more because I know all the possibilities that are out there for me. And I know that I can actually get that life that I'm picturing. I know that I can travel. I know that I can have my own business. I know that I can play music whenever I want and keep writing songs and keep recording. And I know that I could do all of this because it's inside me, but having a coach, having someone else to help me through that was such a game changer for me. So the biggest mistake that people make is that they do it alone. If you are relating to any of this, and if you find that you're struggling with your time management, with your self-care, you know you wanna reduce stress in your life. You know you wanna have that self-care routine and you know that you wanna thrive in your career. Here's what you can do. You can keep struggling. 
you can find a bunch of resources with a ton of info on it, aggregate it all together, try a mismatch of a million different things, see what works, see what doesn't, fall in and out of habits, feel frustrated, feel like you're not getting anywhere, feel like maybe you're even wasting your time a little bit more because all you're doing is like researching but not actually making any progress. Or you can apply for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. If you feel like you want to master your time management, master your schedule, be more productive in your day, and you feel like you want to upgrade your wellness routine, make sure you're reducing your stress so that you feel better in life and you have more energy to get everything done, to spend time with your family, to do all the fun shit that you want to do, right? That's what life is about. It's freaking living. It's, it's about having fun. <laughs> And that's what we should all be striving for. So if you are looking for that and you know that this is something you need, something you want to make a priority now, but you're not quite sure how, then my coaching program is for you. I just opened up five slots, five slots for my coaching program. And you can apply now. The link will be in this description. Or you can just go to bit.ly slash out to be coaching to apply. Again, that is bit.ly slash out to be coaching to apply for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. In my coaching program, I work together one-on-one -on -one with each client to create a personalized system that works for them, for their specific life, for their specific schedule to reach their specific goals. Everything is tailored to what you need, but you'll learn all of the tools to master time management and get more done, more than what I've given you here on this podcast to create a self-care routine that works for your life and your interests, because everyone has different interests and different ways that they like to take space and have downtime. You'll learn how to have the time and space to prioritize your wellness without sacrificing your career or your personal life. You'll have more energy so that you can enjoy life to the fullest and so much more. You're, you're gonna have support and accountability on your wellness journey and inspiration to keep moving forward. That is what I always hope to provide for all of my clients. That is my goal to be able to keep you accountable and inspire you to keep moving forward, to reach your goals, and to be a support system for anyone who I can be. So if you are interested in joining my coaching program, head to bit.ly slash outtobecoaching to apply. I have limited spots available, so fill out that application fast before it's gone. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at katiezacardi and let me know what your favorite part was. And let me know one thing that you learned from this episode uh, that you're going to try moving forward. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to the Out To Be podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a rate and review. If you're loving this podcast so far, rate and review us on the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would mean so, so much to me. I would love it so much. I'd love to hear your support and let me know what your favorite part of the podcast is in that review and share it with someone who you think it might help. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you next week.